Yo, what's up? Welcome to Minorities. Here we go. Thank you for joining us on the Minorities podcast. My name is Chris. I'm here with my two best friends from high school. There is... Logan, it's your boy. That me. And me, Dariel, here to stir the pot and sip the tea. Hey guys, thanks for coming back to the minorities. Uh, on today's episode, we're going to be talking about popular trends and fads of the 2000s. Also, uh, we do not have Logan today, unfortunately. Um, the lucky bitch is in Florida currently. So mm-hmm. he's living it up in the 90 degree weather. Um, although he did send me a Snapchat and he, he is burnt like a lobster. Him and his uh-huh. sister are fried. But that's why he's not in this episode. Um, he will be back soon. <laughs> Dariel, do you want to go ahead and start us off? Yeah, yeah. Okay. So I researched. Oh, well, I didn't research. I just looked up a lot of different ones. So um, this first one is something I'm sure everybody, absolutely everybody remembers. If you were... On Facebook, if you were on Instagram, it was all over Snapchat. I'm sure the infamous dress trend. There were other people that tried to replicate this trend with like shoes and other stuff, but the dress will always be the the number one. It was the gold and white versus blue and gold debate. <laughs> it lasted for years, years about a picture. It totally did. I still can't believe it. I think about it oh. to this day, and I'm just like, why? <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. So now tell me, what do you see in that dress? I'm pretty sure I saw Let's I'm pretty sure I up. just saw the gold and white. I don't think I ever saw the blue and gold. Okay, I agree. We can, be, we can still be friends. <laughs> that, no, uh, that shit was really out here ending friendships, though. <laughs> it was. Uh, uh, I don't even remember why it was such a big thing. I don't. I don't. Oh, oh, that reminds me of another one. Oh, oh I yeah. I totally forgot about this one. The damn Daniel back at it again with the white vans. Ooh, uh, what a throwback that is. Oof. I literally I used that the other day. I think I think Gabby's boyfriend Chris. I think he was. I think he was wearing a pair of white vans, and I was like. I was like, oh, I like those damn Daniels. And he kind of didn't understand what I was talking about for a second. But after I explained it, he's like, oh, yeah. Yeah, the people on um, Theories of a Third Kind, he's, they've been saying that to Daniel a lot. Oh, really? Like, damn, Daniel. Damn, <laughs> Daniel. And he doesn't finish it. But I'm like, you really got to finish it. You can't just uh, do that and not finish it. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Chris, give us another one. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna pop right in here with my like my favoriteest fad trend, uh, social media. It mm-hmm. was Vine. Oh man, R.I.P. The time of Vine was so. It was such I a wholesome know. time. It was such a it wholesome really, time when Vine came out. Nobody really was reaching. Was. 
nobody was reaching. They were just trying to be funny, and then and then fame just kind of happened. And now everyone mm-hmm. is just reaching for fame. Yep. Nothing. No, I completely agree. And honestly, okay, the most popular vines were the like the wholesome ones, you know that. Uh, yeah. Or this. Just... Oh my god, this absolutely ridiculous ones. Do you remember? He he was in the news for a minute a second ago. Uh, Cole LeBrant from Dem White Boys. There was a lot of good content that came out of Vine, but there was also a lot of uh, not so great content that also came out of Vine. <laughs> yeah, I'll just leave it there oh. for now. That's a different okay. subject for a different day. <laughs> Anyways. But Vine know, was okay. a very peaceful, wholesome place for a hot minute. Mm-hmm. And you know what? I had the Vine app, but it was so weird. I could never get it to work. Like every time I went on to the app, I would, I, it's like the first four Vines were on my page, but nothing, nothing was ever added. Like I would literally go on and there would only be those four fucking Vines. And I don't understand how. Are you sure you didn't get stuck in like your liked page or something? I'm pretty sure, but, like, I don't know. I think I'm pretty okay, like, smart-wise when it, like, when it comes to technology, but mm-hmm. that, maybe I was just being stupid, and maybe, I don't, I really don't know, but uh, yeah. the Vine app never worked for me. My whole thing was the YouTube compilations, even though, oh my gosh. Oh, yeah. See, and I can't, I can't ever remember actually physically using Vine either, like, before mm-hmm. the app itself stopped like was deleted or whatever yeah i don't ever remember having it on my phone like at all no um i mean i had it but it didn't work i think it was more just the compilations because the videos the videos on vine are like three minutes or less so like yeah realistically what else are you gonna do the videos on the original vine were seven seconds oh you're right you're right you're right you're right so yeah, what are you gonna do? Put a seven second video up or a whole compilation of fifteen minutes worth of seven second videos? Yeah, exactly, exactly. Makes, makes sense. No, but oh my god, the countless nights you Logan and I sat and watched Vine compilations, iconic. Oh, hurts. It hurts, but yes. <laughs> All okay. right. Moving right into the next trend, I brought it up just a second ago. Uh, the Harlem Shake. I also, uh, I put a little slash with this guy because I felt like this next one is also something that pretty much everyone did. And it kind of, it's not the same as the Harlem Shake by any means, but it also has to do with dancing. So I figured they were around the same time. They happened, you know. Uh, It was the dancing behind people in Walmart trend. Do you remember that? I do. People would go to Walmart and they would like post on Snapchat. They would just be doing like random dances behind people in Walmart. And then if the person noticed, they would just like pretend they weren't doing anything and walk away. That was one of my favorite things to watch. I don't know why. (laughs) I'm a fucking weirdo, but I thought that was so funny. I always wanted to do it, but I was too shy. I was like, first of all, I can't dance. And second of all, mm, no. Um, no. But yeah, the, I think the Harlem Shake was super cool because that was something that like the whole world got involved in. Like the Harlem Shake was huge. Mm-hmm. No, I remember I did it. You'd, you'd see people doing it for classes, for like assignments, for 
uh, parties, for staff meetings. Like, people are using it to, like, boost morale and shit, which I thought was super cool. Yeah. No, that is super cool. So it's nice when there's a trend that adults can get in on, too, because then it makes it fun for everybody. It's not just, like, the... Uh, I can't think of a trend off the top of my head that adults don't want to jump in on at the moment, but you know what I mean. No, and TikTok's the exact same way. Like, TikTok is not just, like, a new generation's, you know, social media. Like, I, I watched a TikTok this morning. It was so cute. I loved it. And it was these three old ladies that were, like, popping out of a minivan, and they started, they were, like, they started, like, a like an actual dance, like a trendy dance to a certain song. And uh, they did a really good transition too. Like they all like stood in line and then they all jumped and they all like, like were, you know, dre- they were, I think they were dressed like nuns. But, <laughs> oh my <laughs> um, God. But they did like a super, like an, like a dance and they did really good. And I was like, damn, grandma. That's super cute. I love that. Mm-hmm. All right. I guess I will go to my next one. uh, (laughs) Another one of my favorite trends that's happened is um, the mannequin challenge. Mainly because I just think, do you know what that is? I don't remember that. Okay. (laughs) It was, it's when, okay, so you'd usually see like videos and it would be like this group of people that's like walking through a store or something. And then mm-hmm. all at the same time, they would say, um, I don't know if anybody would say something, but they'd have a plan where they'd all like stop exactly the same, like at the same time doing whatever they're doing. And they would just stay like that. And there'd be like people that are like freaked out and like looking around. And it was just, it was so cool because when the camera would walk around them, like it would, they would literally look like me if they did it right. Right. It would it would look like a completely still picture that somebody was just like walking That's through. That's cool. It is really cool. All right. So I think you're up. Okay. So help me decide which one I should do next because I have a couple options. Okay. So the ones that I have starred that I personally like for sure know about. Uh, presidential campaign, like, parodies or, like, memes. I think memes in general kind of just took, like, a fat leap. Because, like, I know memes have always been pretty popular with, like, a certain group of people, but now they're kind of... I don't want to say they weren't popular with everybody before, but they are an entirely new kind of popular. Like, memes are, like, the literally their own type of comedy now. You know? You're absolutely... I totally get where you're coming with that. Because before it was like, you're absolutely right. It was like specific to one group of people, and even though like, that like memes used to be like super cringy and super like, I mean, every anyone who loves memes loves the old memes because it's like that's how it fucking started. Like one picture in the white blocky text. What do you want? Literally. But now it's it's gotten to the point where people are like making their own art. They're like doing their own thing with the memes. They're creating like stories with memes or there, you know, there's a whole bunch of different things you can do with memes. So I guess my next one will be memes because that seems to be the, the one of the biggest trends right now is just memeing mm. everything. Absolutely. And everything. Honestly. Okay. When you think about it, isn't like any kind of Snapchat that you post with a caption, isn't that considered a meme? Like, 
Depending on the caption, you could say that, yes. If it's like a silly, witty caption, maybe. But if it's literally just something like, oh, going to the park with my boyfriend, that's a little bit different. Yeah, no, you're right. But yeah, you could definitely say that Snapchat turned itself into a live walking meme, especially with all the edits and stuff that you can put on it. Mm -hmm. You can put music with it. You can put text with it. You can do the the, uh, animojis or whatever. Mm -hmm. I didn't even think about that. That's crazy. God, the way technology is advancing is kind of scary. <laughs> okay, here's the thing. Every time an app comes out with something that's good, all the other social media apps copy it. Like when Snapchat The story came out, feature? Yes, on everything. Oh my god. The story. And they like Even Twitter. Even Twitter. Mm-hmm. Even Twitter has it. I don't even use Twitter and that shit annoys me. Yeah. Like Snapchat absolutely makes sense. Instagram, I'll give it to them. It makes sense there too. Facebook, you're pushing it. I'll take it, but you're pushing it. Twitter, no. Twitter is a solely text-based app, and that is the way it should stay. Yep. Completely agree. Gotta keep up with the times, man. Keep up with the masses. Exactly. (laughs) On some real shit, though, with how fast we're advancing with everything, if the next iPhone doesn't have holograms on it, I'm gonna be mad. (laughs) I'm gonna be big mad. Okay. You got people out here paying thousands of dollars for a phone that I can't call my grandma and see her whole body on a hologram? No, that's stupid. You think I'm paying $2,000 for a phone that isn't magic? (laughs) (laughs) That's some true... Oh, hold on. I actually just um I just read an article and it was it was more it's not confirmed or anything but there's suspicion about it because of just some of the things that Apple has said but mm-hmm. in this article um somebody was saying that by I think it was like 2040 like you know 20 years we got 20 years mm-hmm. Apple will have made uh, um contacts that go in your eyes. Ew. Literally be It'll be like cookies glasses from Ned's Declassified, but in your eyeballs. Yeah, it'll be your phone and your text, your social media, your everything in your eye. So whenever you want it, it literally just and if you have a watch, you could probably control it with your oh that makes me nauseous. That is disgusting. That's when the AI shit starts coming out, and that's when the world ends. As soon as Apple comes out with robots, we're all done for. No, true shit. Have you... Okay, do you know who Sophia is? Sophia the robot? No. Oh, girl. Okay, this is another trend that honestly is... It it was popping a while ago. It's not a sex robot, is it? No, she's not a sex robot. There's a lot of shit I've seen about sex robots lately. (laughs) We're advancing, Chris. What do you want from me? <laughs> You're absolutely right. <laughs> um, but she was... Okay, so this robot was made a long time ago. And they pretty much... Um, this this was, like, the first robot of its kind that um, they really wanted to make it human-like and make it be able to learn. Um, don't, I don't understand how that coding works. I have no idea, but I know that it worked because I just, I watched, um, an interview 
Somebody literally interviewed Sophia as if she was a person. Does Completely, she talk like a person? Yes. She talks. She has a face. And her that face That makes me moves. so nervous. As, I don't like that. I know. She literally learned all of her expressions that she can make by watching other people. She what learned a shock. Her psychopaths to... do the exact same thing. Mm-hmm. But she was literally able to learn how to live a normal life. Mm -hmm. Um, Sophia was asked a few, like a few questions, like, um, uh, do you know what it's like to sleep? And Sophia said, she was like, well, I, she was like, I can't comprehend sleeping because I don't, I don't really have a consciousness where I can dream. But she was like, the closest I get to sleep is when I lay down um, my team, which is like the scientists that, you know, like help her and everything. Mm -hmm. She was like, um, my team lays me down and tells me a story and then turns me off. And then I wake up in the morning when I get turned back on. And she was like, That's I don't know so what weird. it's like. I know. She's aware of everything. Oh. She's Well, here's the thing. They also had to permanently turn her off because she was becoming too aware of herself wow what a fucking shocker that is what a shocker that is they probably highly... have a warehouse full of thousands of those things for a fucking army mm -hmm. no you're probably right oh my god that i is highly horrifying. encourage yeah i highly they had encourage to turn her off everyone... completely because she started to basically get her own fucking conscience she started yeah. to exist by herself because they gave her AI technology. Oh my god. Which means she literally, like, she would have the ability, she's a computer. She has the ability to pretty much get any information that she needs. She's like Janet off of fucking uh, The she's Good She's just like Janet. <laughs> just like that. <laughs> That's scary. That is some scary shit. There's a button they have somewhere hidden in that building and you, you, you press it and you turn all the whole army off. Yeah. She's uh, just I highly I highly recommend everybody to go check out the Sophia interview on YouTube. Oh, the newest one. Crazy. It's, it really is. It it like, oh, it gave me chills. I think I teared up at one point. It was it's it's insane. Uh, I would do. Oh my god. Okay, it, well that's kind of fucking terrifying. <laughs> it, it is, I know. So that was my Sophia rant, so you're up. All right. Um Okay, here's... I have a couple interesting ones. Okay. So... I don't... I'm not even sure how to go into these. Okay, so one trend that has steadily picked up pace, I would say, is the body positivity train. Okay? Okay. Now, hear me out. This is a very 50-50 thing for me. Okay? Mm-hmm. There is 50% of the internet that the body positivity is, is very good. It's very affirming, very going in the right direction. And then there is a half of the internet about body positivity that is not. So I'd say it is a trend to be part of the body positivity movement. It, it definitely is, 100%. But it also seems to be a trend which... I don't know if you would call it a trend just because people are like phobic and fat shaming is a thing. Mm -hmm. And a lot of the body positivity stuff 
you will see is aimed at bigger girls like you don't see. At least me personally. I'm not saying it doesn't happen. It happens. There's body positivity for, like, eating disorders. There's body positivity for broad-shouldered women. You know, there's so many different kinds of body positivity out there. I don't want to just lump all of them together, right? Yeah. So what I'm talking about, the aspect of body positivity that I am personally talking about is the big girls versus, like, the non-big girls movement, I guess. And it's not necessarily the females in these body positivity things that are causing a lot of the problems. It's the people that it's a very sticky situation. Here's, here's how I feel about it. There are people who are okay with the whole idea of body positivity, but they're not okay with um, girls like being okay that they are bigger, that they are, you know, on the heavier set side. And I'm not saying being obese or being overweight isn't the healthiest thing in the world. No, I am overweight, so I understand that. But it it also comes to a point where sometimes you get to a point and you just feel like you can't go anywhere from there, right? And some girls make it to that point and they just can't, they can't lose the weight. They can't make the change and that just is what it is. So they do the body positivity journey to try and accept their bodies. Now that is not necessarily them saying, I'm, I'm big and I'm happy the way I am. Like, yes, they are saying that, but they're not saying, I'm okay with this. I'm going to stay like this forever. That is just them saying, I accept my body the way it is right now. And that's just the end of it. That, that is mm-hmm. what the body positivity movement is supposed to be. And I find it interesting. I had this debate with my boyfriend yesterday, actually, because there okay. was a Snapchat thing that I saw on, like, a body positivity movement aspect. And it was a girl in Canada who started um, a thing called Fat Girl Society. And it's... This one is a little half and half for me at one of those situations because they were trying to reclaim the word fat and use it in a way that they are empowered by it which I completely understand I love that idea I love the message behind it uh the execution for me was a little rough because they you have this group of big women sitting here and they're like we're reclaiming the word fat we're fat and we're beautiful we're fat and I'm just like That word is just so hard on the mental psyche sometimes, Mm -hmm. you know? And even though they are trying to reclaim it and they are trying to empower themselves with the word, it is still just such an uncomfortable word to hear, you know? So I guess my thing is the body positivity thing is a very good thing. It is a very good way to get comfortable with your body, decide what you want to do. But on the other aspect of it, is it a trend where we are letting people be okay with the fact that like being obese is okay, but it might not be the healthiest thing. It might not be the easiest thing to deal with, but do you see the dilemma here? Like this is a trend, but it's also like, I don't know what else to call it. It's a trend. And with trends come trolls and bad things, but like, I don't know. This body positivity thing is kind of a weird one for me, per- personally. Because mm-hmm. I support it, but in the same token, I'm kind of like, is it supporting, letting, like, is it is it telling people that they should be okay 
with getting to an obese point in their life. Like nobody should strive to be obese, you know, because it's just not a healthy thing. But at the same time, there are people who are in that place that are just kind of there and that's okay. And, you know, some people are just there and that's, there's nothing wrong with that. Mm-hmm. It's just Absolutely. a really weird, and I keep talking about it because word vomit, but I don't know. It's just a weird situation. I don't know how to, yeah. yeah. What are your no, thoughts I... on <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, no, I totally, I totally get what you're coming from. And I think, I think that the body, I think, okay. I think being positive towards something is if I think if anything, that's going to encourage people to, okay, just, just being encouraged like that, um, rather than being, um, fucking knocked down for that. Right, put down for your size. See, that's the, yeah. that's the thought process that I kind of had in the beginning. I think I think if anything, the pop like more positive things like that would encourage them to want to get healthier. Mm-hmm. Um, I think if you get knocked down, you're gonna be like, well, I I think I don't think you I don't think you would be as encouraged to do anything about it if like you just kept on. I mean, that's not necessarily. I can't say that's one hundred percent true because. You know, sometimes that's like that's what that's what pushes people. You know, but mm-hmm. I don't know. Those are those are my thoughts. I don't want to. I don't want to dig myself a hole or anything. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> Moral of the story: Body positivity is a very good thing. It affirms yes, very yeah. good things. It might go in the weird direction for some people, but that's just a personal thing. You know, yeah. Person to person basis, everything changes. Mm-hmm. But as far as the body positivity trend goes, I'm on board for it. I think it's a great thing to have. You know, there are heavier set little girls that can see women like that be like, I can be an Instagram model. I can be this. I can do that. I can be a businesswoman. It doesn't matter. Type, you know, type stuff like that. Yeah. So moral of the story, body positivity is very good. There's just an aspect of it that maybe people should talk about. Maybe that should be a conversation, you know? Absolutely. Okay, right. now that you have such a serious one, I'm going to bring it back down with a not <laughs> serious one at all. I didn't expect um, for that one to turn so serious. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, okay, so my next my next fad, and I think it's very much a fad, not, not anything more than that. Mm-hmm. Silly bands. Oh my god. The rubber bands that <laughs> I heart boobies t- bracelets will lump those in too because okay, they're in the same, yeah, they're the same they lump those in and I have one more one more to add to this um oh what do you know what rainbow loom bracelets are no so they were those bracelets that you could get I think they still sell them but like there's those kits with um that had the plastic tray and you had the little rubber bands that you would stretch to the different pegs oh my god and you can make them i used to make those with little kids at stars all the time yeah they would be like the braided rubber band bracelets yes oh my god those were popular up until like probably six or seven years ago to be honest yeah i just got a notification that today is easter happy easter everybody it's easter when we're recording this yeah it is it's also we started recording at eight o'clock in the morning so that was yeah, we did. Look at us being responsible. 
Ayo. I mean, in case anybody doesn't know what silly bands are, they're the the rubber bands that like you would put them on your wrist and they'd be like a rubber band and then you'd take them off and it would turn into like different shapes like dinosaurs or animals or pretty much whatever you could think of. Yeah. How would they how do you get a rubber band to like how do you make a rubber band that stays in place like that, even when it's all stretched out and everything? Like for mold like I had I had silly bands for a long time and I mean it's a type of rubber, so they just like I would imagine they just like steam it or whatever into that shape. And then no matter what, like you know, a rubber band, no matter what way you tie it, you can make a square out of a rubber band, you can tie it in different ways, and it'll always come back to being a circle. Yeah, that's true. Maybe it depends on what way they steam it or what way they produce it, and then based on that is what shape it will stay. Mm -hmm. It is pretty bizarre, though. I think they're pretty cool. Take it back all that shit talking I said about. (laughs) Silly bands were, were, oh my god, they were a staple at recess, bro. They were a staple. (laughs) True. You didn't have silly bands to trade at recess. You were one of the outcasts. Okay. Oh my god. Everybody knew this. And you weren't (laughs) one of the cool kids unless you got in trouble for your I Heart Boobies bracelet and you had to turn it inside out. I was literally talking to someone about this, like, not even two and a half weeks ago. See, I never had one of those bracelets. I always knew. Like, oh, I, my like, God. I saw a lot Everyone of I knew them, and me. One. We had, like, two or three of them because they would sometimes get confiscated, so you'd have to wear a different one to school the next day. I don't, I never understood why people got in trouble for wearing those. First of all, it was for breast cancer awareness. I understand it's a little, it might be a little inappropriate to have a middle schooler wearing an I Heart Boobies bracelet, but everybody but hey, knew what it was for. And even when say, you turned it inside out, it said I Heart Boobies just in puffy letters in the same color on the outside. So you yep. could still see it. It just wasn't a different color than the rest of the bracelet. And hey, you know, putting I Heart Boobies, you know, it. everybody knows what those are now. Well, yeah, they taught us about that in fifth grade. They said, yeah, you taught us about them. Why can't we go out and buy merchandise about them? Yeah. So I think, you know, their goal was accomplished. It definitely got awareness out to everybody. Even, yeah, just like you were saying, even in, like, school, like, young age, mm-hmm. everybody knew about it. Everybody wanted to rebel and wear one of those fucking bracelets, man. Mm-hmm. Said, I heart boobies, too. Let me have one. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. okay, is that all you, you got on one? your bands? Huh? I've got I've got a few still. Okay, go for it. Um, okay. The next one, hopefully this one won't be as serious or anything as the last one I had. Uh Finstas and OnlyFans. Oh let's talk about it. I brought it up. Let's talk about it. Okay. <laughs> so I personally uh, never really understood what a Finsta was until, oh like, God. a year and a half ago. I'll be 100% honest. <laughs> uh, if anybody is curious, no, I do not have a Finsta because I literally had no idea what it was until, you know, recently, basically. Can't believe that. I, I can't believe that either. I was always like, what do you, like, why would you even want to stick an Instagram account? Like, what is that for? And then I see all these... I'm not only going to say females, because males do it too. I see all these people 
posting like their little nudies and stuff on there and i'm like oh sis okay i see <laughs> i see i see all of y'all out there okay yeah. Vince, i mean i i'm here for fence to it's a great outlet you can have just like your closest friends like see like if there's a steamy picture that you can't share with anybody special you'll be like uh, my Finsta friends will appreciate this. I have a lot of girlfriends that have Finstas. And, you know, it's a it's an outlet, I guess. Like, as long as you're okay with it, and if your spouse is okay with it, I guess, why not? You know? I, I personally don't see the appeal in having one, in all honesty. If I'm gonna be making posts like that, it's not gonna be for the internet. For me. I just don't roll that way. But, you know... Thirst traps are a thing. Instagram models are a thing. Insta thoughts. And you know, there's a Insta thoughts. <laughs> Insta thought has a very negative connotation to it, but you know, there are those really hot girls that you're just like, oh, she's kind of she's she's real risque and she's she's, you know, I don't want to say any offensive words. I don't know what to call it. Cause I don't want to say slut because that's and that's one of the offensive words that I don't want to use. Yeah, you know she's risque, she's spicy, and she just wants to share it with the world because she doesn't care because she has a hot body. Great. Yeah, I'm here for it. Do it. Do it. So okay, we'll start so with that Finsta. Mean... That's the first subject. Fence does. Okay, hold on. I I still have something to add to that. Um, so although that may be like the like the original idea of Finsta's and. Possibly the, you know, the most popular reason to use Finstas. Mm-hmm. Um, Logan and I also had a Finsta. I remember that! <laughs> uh, yeah. We did have one, and it was, it was just, like, so we had our main account, not, like, together, like, we all, we had our separate main separate accounts. Separate Instagram accounts, yeah. Instagrams, yeah. And that was just, like, for everybody to see, like, the most um child friendly content you know like Mm -hmm. you know life updates and everything and then the finsta was just like exactly what you were saying was for your close friends right but i thought about making a finsta i still don't think i want to though it just seems like a whole lot of work i'm already not on social media that much yeah me too but like adding a finsta to my roster would just make it to where i have more social media accounts that I don't post on. Mm-hmm. So it'd be kind of a waste. <laughs> <laughs> That's so, it's so but, crazy. It seems like everyone in our generation is just kind of like broadening their horizons. Like yeah, threesomes yeah. are just totally like a normal thing now. Like mm-hmm. you heard people having threesomes like 40 years ago. You've been like, you are the devil. Stay away from me. You had an orgy. Oh my God. Literally. Okay, so uh, kind of working our way back, I kind of had a two-in-one topic. So Fences was the first part. OnlyFans okay. is the second part. So my opinion on OnlyFans, I love the concept. I think it's super great. Like, if you can make your money, make your money. That's all I got to mm-hmm. say. I've thought time and time and time again about making a foot account on oh. OnlyFans because that's the only thing I'd be comfortable with doing. But... You can make a good amount of money with even just having a foot account because there are some so, 
interesting fetishes out there. <laughs> For our boomers watching, do you want to explain what an OnlyFans is? Oh, yeah. So it's not a store where you only sell fans. For the record, there's a <laughs> it's not what it is. OnlyFans is um, it's a it's like a third party site. It's an app and you can upload. It's not only like sexual content. You can upload like cooking videos. You can upload knitting videos. You can do pretty much anything on this uh, website. You can upload it and it'll become like a stream type thing. And then people will pay to see what stuff you post. So you can have them pay like $10 for this video, $3 for this video. If you have a picture that you want to share, you can charge like $1.50. There's different like promos you can do as an OnlyFans creator. There's just, there's a whole bunch of different things you can do with it. But naturally the most popular thing to do on it is to be like an adult entertainer creator type person. That's to me, that's what seems to be making the most money. That's what everyone that I know of is getting on it for. You know, mm -hmm. I don't see anyone going on there making knitting videos. Or, like <laughs> Beyonce shouted out OnlyFans. I think we all know what it's for. Okay. Oh my gosh. But yeah, so that's pretty much a breakdown of what OnlyFans is. So like you can create adult content, you can create any content you want, and then people can pay for it, or you can have a free subscription. It, it pretty much is just like an open to anybody. You can pretty much do whatever you want with it. It's just like an it's an open platter for you. Mm -hmm. And so a whole bunch of people started jumping on OnlyFans because, you know, the this this might get a little more on the serious side. I don't know, because I don't I don't know. We'll see. Um, But it was a way for a lot of like like sex workers and stuff to decide to make their own hours. They make their own money. They set their own wages as opposed to being in like, you know, it was a, and this was a. I don't know if you would call it a trend or a fad necessarily, but I mean, I guess you could. There was a trend where people were hopping off of different platforms to go onto OnlyFans. Well, there are still are like it's a trend that we're yeah, in. yeah, dude. There are people still going on to OnlyFans right now. Bad Baby, the just the other day, she made over a million dollars in six hours when she made her OnlyFans. That's she bizarre. beat she beat uh, what's her name, Bella Thorne's record. Bella Thorne oh, was on wow. for like a day or two and she got a million dollars. Bad Baby was on for six hours and she made a million dollars. Six hours though, jeez. I, bro, I, I don't even know. I can't even imagine what you would do with that kind of money in six hours. But I, I think OnlyFans, it's a great website. It makes it easier for sex workers to get where they want to go without having to deal with all the skeezy, nasty griminess of going through the actual industry, which is something Especially that during I COVID. Yes. And that's another thing. That's probably another reason why it hyped up so much in like trending, because that was the only way a lot of people could make money with COVID. Mm -hmm. Everything shut down. There are people like strippers. They're definitely not getting as much work right now. So why not hop on OnlyFans? You can make exactly. just as much money there, but you don't have to do anything in person. Yeah. It's a smart business decision for some people, dude. I don't give a yeah. I don't give a hell what anybody has to say about it. You're absolutely right. If I was confident enough and I had the body for it, I would totally start an OnlyFans. Get that extra 10k a month. Yes, ma'am. Thank you. <laughs> yes, ma'am. <laughs> okay, I think that is the last super last pressing topic that I have. 
Right. I have a whole bunch more, but they're not really all that deep. Yeah. It's like no, I could it's... talk about it and be like, so there's this and there's that. That's it. That's, That's it. <laughs> no, I honestly it's I I like a lot that you you brought up those two topics that that we were able to talk about for a while. Mm-hmm. That was good. Well, those ones they they have a lot of meat to them. There's a whole lot of different yeah. sides. It's it's kind of hard. And sometimes when you have topics like that, it's kind of hard to talk about it because you're like, well, there are people that feel a certain way, and then there are people that feel a not certain way. So you're just kind of mm. like, I'm gonna go for it. <laughs> Can I go for it? Oh, I guess I have one more that I could talk about. Um, mobile meals like DoorDash, Grubhub, Uber Eats. Oh. Those have been. I feel like those have maybe not trendy but they're definitely a fad where people are i know for a fact when all of those apps and stuff for food like first came out i did not use them i did not see a point i did not see why they existed especially not like somewhere like denver or like bigger cities i understand it makes sense because people don't want to drive out in city traffic i totally fucking get that Mm-hmm. What I didn't understand is having it in small, small towns. Like, Junction is a pretty small town. I wouldn't yeah. imagine that we would have food delivery services here just because everything is so close together. Like, the nearest McDonald's, Taco Bell, Taco John's, Starbucks, literally any restaurant I can think of off the top of my head right now is a five-minute or less drive away from me currently. Yeah, yeah. So... <laughs> When those came out, especially when the pandemic hit, oh, buddy, they couldn't have decided a better year to start doing all of that stuff than they did. 2019 was really the year that everything kind of started to pick up with that. Like, they were just testing out the waters, which is why it wasn't available in so many places. Yeah. And then they finally got it going everywhere. And then when it finally got up going everywhere, the pandemic hit. Yep. Now, I'm not saying there's a conspiracy there, but maybe. Just maybe. That's possible. But you know what? Something to talk about for another day, but I'm just saying. (laughs) Mm -hmm. I think another reason why it blew up during the pandemic is because people were out of jobs, too. Like, including me. I started DoorDash because... Oh, yeah. And people, yeah, not only just eating from the DoorDash people, but also becoming, yeah, becoming DoorDash, Uber Eats, whatever Mm -hmm. they could. Yeah. I mean... If you don't have a job, it's a good way to make like 60 bucks on a weekend. Yeah. Like, absolutely. I myself have never personally done it, but I definitely thought about it for a hot minute. Yeah, well, when I was job hopping and whatnot. It's really good in a pinch. Um, oh, yeah. I, I, okay. Just so everybody knows, I tried out DoorDash and I, I did the only, okay. The only thing I didn't like is having to go to work and then also working afterwards. That's the part I didn't like. Mm-hmm. Was having to work an extra five hours a day, you know? And even in that five hours, there was not that much money to be made, which is why I said you needed, like, a whole weekend to make a decent, like, 60 bucks. That's yeah. the only thing that really sucks about those, is they don't really... They don't give the drivers as much as they should. Like, I tips, agree. sure, you get tips, but honestly... Those food delivery services are already so expensive that nobody really wants to tip the driver. Like, they charge you $15 exactly. in fees before you're even able to give a tip. And by then, you're just like, I can't afford 
to be given a $15 tip. I just paid $30 in fees on top of the $40 in food. I can't afford another $20 in tip. I'm not trying to spend $100. No, no, from fucking McDonald's. I, I totally get it. The DoorDash, at least, yeah. I definitely, I feel like it was good in a pinch. Like, if I literally needed gas to go somewhere, um, DoorDash. Um, if I didn't have enough money for food, DoorDash. <laughs> like, oh, for sure. But I completely agree. I I don't think they necessarily pay the drivers enough, and it all it all really does depend on the tip. Like, and it, there it's well, and it's yeah, a corporate it's thing. They're not going to care about the people that are DoorDashing for them because there's not a hierarchy system there. It's the DoorDasher talks to a computer who might talk to an actual person, but other than that, you're kind of on your own. Yeah, exactly. I just think that's crazy. I think, first of all, I think it's crazy that someone can be, like, employed and not even have to, like, that boggles my mind. Like, anybody can be a DoorDash driver. Anybody. Oh, yeah. Absolutely anybody. Is that? Well, that is you a have to have a license. Thought, but that is also super. Yeah, you have to have a license and you have to have your own car. Well, those are two That's things that are only. not very hard to get around. <laughs> I, I I know, but those are the only two stipulations. Oh, I think there's a I think you have to be 18 too, but Right. Other than that. Crazy. Well, oh, and the not just Uber Eats, like um Uber in general. Just Uber and oh, Lyft. Yeah. Those ones have gotten way more popular too. I used I used um, the Uber and Lyft service, like, for realsies for the first time, like, a couple weeks ago when I went out drinking with some of my friends. With Logan, yeah. He was telling yeah, me Yeah, when that. I went out with Logan and Ashley, yeah. And that was the first time I've ever actually needed to use, like, an Uber or a Lyft because fuck taxis, bro. Taxis charge you, like, $20 a mile. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, it was my first time, like, kind of seriously using it. Well, actually, that's a lie. I've used it a couple times before. But... Yeah. Using it in a situation where you're, like, out drinking and it makes sense to use it, it was just, it was a super neat experience for some reason. I was just like, wow, it's not a taxi, it's an Uber. Like, it only charges you $15 to drive, you know, like, across town as opposed to a taxi, which would charge you, like, 50 Yeah. I remember there was one time I was in high school, it was after, um, what was that super big event that happened for Marching Band Kids at the movie theater? Is it DCI? Is that correct? Yeah, DCI. That. I went to that Junk at four. the movie theater in Junction. And my mom didn't want to pick me up because it was like uh, it was like 10 or something. Maybe 9 or 10. I don't know. And she was like, yeah, I don't really want to come pick you up from the movie theater. So I'm just going to get you a taxi home. And I was like, I was like 14 at the time. So I was like. Okay. Uh, <laughs> so I got in the backseat of the taxi. That bitch was like $50 to take me from the movie theater to 30 Road, oh which is God. across town in an Uber or Lyft, which didn't exist back then. That would have been like maybe $20. 30 mm-hmm. max. 30 max. So it just, it's kind of crazy to me. I'm kind of surprised that taxi services just haven't completely shut down yet. I With wonder, all of okay. this, mm-hmm. I don't so know I how they're still New on. York. I went to New York in, uh, let's see, 18, 17, 16, 15. I went to New York in 2014. 
Oh, I was also 14 at the time. Ayo. <laughs> um, and, you know, Uber, just like you were saying, Uber and Lyft did not exist back then. Um, if it did, then nobody knew about it. Right. And there were taxis everywhere. Like, literally, probably every sixth car is a fucking taxi. There's so many. And I, I wonder... I wonder if the taxi like number has gone down in New York at all because of that's a good question. That's a really good question. Let's see. I think I'm gonna try to look that up real quick. Uh, Do you have anything else to talk about while I'm looking this up? I mean, this isn't really something that uh, not something we can necessarily discuss in detail too much. But I wrote down that pretty much anything like edgy or outside quote-unquote the norm gets turned into a trend which i feel is pretty accurate like Mm -hmm. the disney princess thing where they were like giving them tattoos and piercings and turning them goth that was a thing for a minute and then there was the the like makeovers um the makeover trend was a big thing for a while i don't know if it Mm -hmm. took off on like all social media but on like snapchat and youtube and stuff It'd be like, oh, like, I'm usually super girly and I wear pink all the time and I'm going to get, like, a goth makeover or vice versa, you know, stuff like that. Yeah. Um, multicultural emojis is something I have written down as well when they finally added different color to the emojis so they're oh. not just, like, yellow or white. That was a pretty groundbreaking thing. Mm-hmm. Okay, I actually have an answer. Oh, okay. For the taxis in New York? Yes. Um, so, yeah, they are driving taxi services into the ground. Um, oh, what a shocker. Honestly, I don't know why ta- taxis are kind of weird. I. It sounds stupid, but I would feel more comfortable going in an Uber or a Lyft than I would going in a taxi. And maybe it's because in an Uber or a Lyft, their car, their name, their face is connected to anything that happens to me. As opposed to in a taxi, sure, you have the person who's driving you and they might have the camera or whatever. But have you ever seen any of the fucking, um, like the true crime TV shows? They don't have, they can easily turn those cameras off. They can easily turn those meters off. You know, you could get yeah, murdered yeah. in a taxi and nobody knows about it. You can't, I mean, you can just as easily get something else could happen in an Uber or a Lyft, but not as easily without them getting caught. You feel? And that's just kind of my true oh, yeah. crime brain at work, I guess, but. <laughs> but in 2019, um, the the appearance of Uber and Lyft so popularly um, uh, foreclosed 510 taxi services. Entire wow. businesses of taxis. 510. Damn. So That's a lot. And before this, before this... Well, there's already so many multi- fucking people in New York and stuff anyways. Mm-hmm. Before this, the taxi service was a multi-billion dollar industry i believe it people had stocks in it oh yeah oh yeah people are putting all their stocks in uber and lyft now (laughs) yep that's crazy technology changes a lot of things man changes a Mm -hmm. lot of things it absolutely does 
Oh my gosh. There was one topic I had written down. Where did it go? Gender bending. I have recently discovered is a thing. <laughs> it is super fun. And I kind of love it. It is so entertaining. Oh, I'm sorry. I have the fucking hiccups. <laughs> I have... I haven't watched a lot of gender bending stuff, but I've seen like um <gasps> there are these cute uh um what are they called? There's they're like little cartoons, but they're for adults that Brian showed me. And it's like um oh shit, I can't even remember. It's just gender bending. Just like turning things that shouldn't be female into female and then things that are typically for men not for for men and I just think it is the most hysterical thing. <laughs> I think that's all I've got for topics. Oh, oh and my fucking hiccups are making an appearance. <laughs> okay, I'm going to talk about one more trend and then this is my last one. Okay. Okay, podcasts. What we are recording right now. Oh, I can't believe I didn't think about that one. You know what? It literally just now came to me. <laughs> I've heard a lot okay. of people talking about it recent- recently, too. Mm-hmm. I'm going to yeet myself off of my roof <laughs> if these hiccups don't count. <laughs> oh, my God. So, I don't have any research to back this up, because just like I said, it, it just now came to me. Mm-hmm. But, podcasts are insanely, like, insanely popular like i i have i have multiple podcasts where it's literally old like old you know grandma grandpa stage of life um Mm -hmm. i have many podcasts with elderly people making them and i listen to them and i love them so i don't know how many how many older people listen to podcasts but i feel like i feel like it's a pretty inclusive trend you know, you could literally find a podcast on any subject you're curious about. Anything. And it's kind of crazy. A lot of people don't realize podcasting really, like, started in, back in, like, 2014. Like, mm, it really exploded true. in recent years, but it they really started, like, booming everywhere else. And people really started to get interested in it in, like, 2014. But they were just such a... Like, what the fuck is that kind of thing? Like, podcasts were for, like, old people. Yeah. Essentially. I I am obsessed. I'm obsessed with podcasts. I I listen Me to podcasts too. so much more often than I listen to music now. Well, it's like, it's like a YouTube video without the video. Like, if you find yeah. the right stuff and the topics you like, it's just like watching a YouTube video without seeing it on the screen and without the ads. Well, in yeah. some cases. Well, okay, you still get the thing. Ads. a lot of the time. You, but. you still get ads. Um, it just depends on the podcast and how far along they are, to, yeah. to be completely honest. Or if they decide that they want to have ads at all. Yep. No shame to the people who put ads in there. That's how you make oh, money. No. When, we get, when we get to that point, best believe. Well, we're looking for advertisers. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Oh, I think that about wraps it up then, eh? I think so.
Thank you for finishing this episode of the podcast. We still don't have a schedule, but we will keep on uploading as much as we possibly can. We also have an email. That's theminorities at gmail.com. That's T's, T-E-A-S. Uh, send us your suggestions. Send things to our email. We need ideas on what to talk about. Anything you guys like have questions on. We're kind of open to pretty much anything. Come see us next time for some more minority. This has been Minorities, and we will see you guys later.